And uh, this is uh, FOW Live here uh, on the FOW Radio Network on Podbean. I am your host, Patrick. Uh, joining me soon uh, will be uh, Danny Danger and Eric and maybe uh, Mr. Lewis. Well, I'm here already. You're here. You hey. guys are. I'm here. Well, it's funny because... I don't see you in here, but oh, that's, I'm that's I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. You're, I'm hiding. You're you're the ghost of of World War Three. I mean, we we had I'm, World War Three last week, and you and were we'll have it again this week. And we'll yes, have it again next casualty. Week. Yes, but yes. Uh, yeah, uh, Eric will be here later, but that's that's all right. Uh, which hey, which works out because then uh, we we can talk about. Uh, we can talk about New Japan. Yes, we, we can go extra long if he's not here. Uh, if he's not here while. for a while, yeah, yeah. Well, we got we got a big show to talk about, and then the next big tour is starting up at the same time. Yes. Um, you know, we have we just power struggle was just last weekend, and we have the uh, the best of the Super Juniors and the World Tag League starting this weekend. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and kick up with Power Struggle in the weekend. Then uh, from there, uh, go back and, and start looking forward to both the World Tag League and Super Juniors, the best of Super Juniors, and uh, even uh, e- even Wrestle Kingdom. Is, I think uh, we're I mean, already it's, starting. It's just season. around the corner, right? It's Wrestle yeah. Kingdom season. Yeah, as, and you know, WrestleMania season is a few months. Yes. So starting here, uh, Toriyano defeats Zack Sabre Jr. by countout. Now I tell you, I, I hate the gimmick. I hate the whole joke. Uh, oh, but you know what? Tying Zack Sabre Jr.'s shoelaces was pure genius. I mean, he's tried using tape for you know he used tape throughout most of the uh, G1. I think the guy started getting wise to the tape, so. Yano, once they start getting wise to one trick, always finds another. And he did. He tied his shoelaces together. Zach couldn't he was tied between the uh between the guardrails, so he could not get there in time. And still without using without utilizing a proper professional wrestling maneuver to win the match, Yano is the king of pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh funny enough, uh it was uh I did listen to this uh, with commentary on Kevin Kelly uh, telegraphed this by saying a uh, no turnbuckles match will end in a countout. He said that early in the match. And yeah, he, is, indeed, he assumed it would probably end by countout because that's how Yano would play it. I think yeah, I don't know if he yeah. was I don't know if he was really fort like accidentally telling the finish or if he was just kind of speculating because of how Yano had tried to do things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so, so here we are. Uh, I mean, it was, it was a long match for Yano's standards. Yes. Yano probably got blew up, blown up a little bit. He's not used yeah. to wrestling quite so long. But, you know, Sack got a good match out of Yano, you know, even though it was Sack doing most of the offense. I think about the only offense Yano got was throwing Zach into one of the exposed turnbuckles and then, uh, then like the belly to belly. The belly to belly suplex off oh, yeah, the ropes was like Yano's best move in that whole thing, and uh, you know very much a a Greco Roman style throw 
is that is um, Yano's area of expertise. He's, you know, long ago, of course, long before he was the jokester and the trickster, he was a Greco-Roman champion. Um, so in a sense, it kind of makes sense for It kind of makes it's kind of perfect that he is the king of pro wrestling, despite the fact that he doesn't want to actually wrestle with anybody now. He just wants to try to yeah. trick, you know, and, and find the, the quickest win, the quickest way possible. No matter if he breaks the rules or not, as long as he doesn't get caught. I, I don't think I've ever asked uh, Mika Villas' question, but are you a fan of Toriano? I'm a fan of anybody who's entertaining. And Yano is entertaining. You don't have to like all the, the the craziness or whatever, but, you know, entertainment is entertainment. Oh, wow. I just became a WWE fan, didn't I, with the entertainment portion of our show? I know. But mm-hmm. I, I, Sports Entertainment Center. I, I, I sports entertainment center. Yeah, that's it. I I, I am a fan. Uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Yep. Shenanigans make me happy. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we didn't have sh- any shenanigans for the next match. Uh, although, was... uh, as as I predicted, uh, it was going to be a great fun match. Uh, it, it was my match of the night. Uh, Shingo Takagi defeating Minoru Suzuki to win the Never Open Weight Championship. I I was I thought that Suzuki was gonna get this one, but you know, with, especially with Takagi and the and the hurt back and everything, uh, but alas, they go the other way. But man, from the get go, um, they just started slugging hard. They just right off the bat, punch right from the and bat. It's, there it's was funny. no no warm up, no feeling out process. Just from the get go, boom, 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 just back and forth, back and forth. And, and when they got tired of forms, 20 minutes. Suzuki started, started using his headbutts. Slaps uh, and headbutts. Shingo started kicks. using, yeah. So, you know, some slaps. Yeah, it was it was all over. I, I loved it. I th- This is the kind of thing that, uh, uh, how do I say it in proper ways? Tickles my fancy. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was almost 19 absolutely. minutes. I think it could have gone longer. Yeah, well, yeah, and um, that's the best thing about the, the what I find with these never open weight title matches is it's it's right down my alley. It's old school, you know. It's which it's when you think of Japanese wrestling in your head, it's what you think. It's 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 these kind of matches where yeah. it's it's guts and it's determination and it's hard hits and hard strikes and. Uh, you know, both guys just trading shots, trying to outdo the other and trying to break not only each other's physical body, but break the guy's spirit and break his will down. Um, that's the biggest thing with these matches. The Never Open Weight Championship is, is a wonderful thing, and it's produced countless wonderful matches throughout the years. Yeah, and also the, the, the crazy thing is that they, they were – how Suzuki was able to uh, – uh, I mean, for his age, keep up as long as he did. I mean, because, wow, age of... He's, over, he's, he's 52, yeah, he's like 52, it. 53 years old, and he could still beat the ever-loving tard of anybody just like uh, just like the young guys can. And that was why he entered the, um, the G1 this year. He said, I want to prove I'm the strongest. Mm-hmm. And he literally went to do just that. And he can... You know, he had the belt, and he 
literally was not going to go out unless he d- it went down on his shield. And he definitely went down swinging. You know, yeah. the last of the dragon put him away. And uh, that was all she wrote for, for Suzuki for now. You know, mm-hmm. wonder what, what he's got planned. I, I assume he may not be done with, with Shingo because he loves these kind of fights. That's like his whole thing is he yeah. wants the fight where it's it's gritty. It's just, you know, it's not very flashy. It's just raw aggression, basically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's, it's great to see. It's great to see uh, Suzuki at his age to be able to just keep up with the younger guys. And, uh, you know, he just looks tough and gritty and he doesn't look like he, he's, he's missing a step at all. Uh, and I love that. He's just one of those guys who doesn't care. Uh, yeah. He's going to go out there. If he gets, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt, but he's going to hurt you yeah. too. I uh, got to meet him in New Orleans, took a photo with him. Uh, he is intimidating in person. <laughs> I, I bet. Like, I bet. Yeah. I, and he's, I, I, probably, he's probably very nice. He's probably very much yeah. a gentleman when you meet him. But, yeah, yeah he's, he's probably very intimidating at the same Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet he does. Yeah. He looks at you yeah. and you just go, oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a total different uh, uh, experience than when I when I met the great Sasuke. Um, yeah, uh, totally different kind of guys, but definitely uh, a nice guy. I mean, Suzuki is yeah. a very nice guy, but you're there. I mean, you know you're there in front of him, and he's got a good grip. <laughs> he has a yeah, very oh, good grip. I bet he does. I bet yeah. he he probably tried to almost break your hand with his with his shake. Yeah, probably one of my just, highlights from New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. had a lot of highlights for us as many a weekend uh, a few years back. Uh, probably the, be- the best one I had. Um, yeah. Yeah. You getting baptized by uh, Grace Sasuke was awesome too. Yeah, and the <laughs> ringside. Although that video was lost. I still can't believe that the oh, feet no. got cut. cut when that right at that point? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, my love. Uh, uh, yeah. Did, did you, Mika, did you get to see uh, Noro Suzuki when you were in uh, New Orleans? I can't remember if you were there early enough for Bloodsport. Um, I did. Uh, I didn't get a chance to shake his hand and meet him. But, uh, I kind of stayed on the edges of, you know, the world over there. Um, he, Yeah, he did look intimidating. And that, that match, like... I talked about the entertainment portion of, you know, the last one, but this one, this wasn't a match. This was a fight. And, you know, Danny said it perfectly. This is what you imagine or what you expect when you hear about the, the old school Japanese wrestling, that strong style. This was, this was brutality at its finest. Um, and the two of them just together, they are scary as hell, but it's, it's amazing to, to watch them in the ring together and just to know that, you know, hey, better them than me. I'm not the one getting hit. Continue on. That's my take. For sure. For sure. Uh, so next up, we had uh, a grudge match, as I keep calling it, between yes. Okada and uh, Okan. The great Okan, uh, yes. Um, here, as the great kind of come in and had a cost 
Uh, Okada, his match against Osprey, uh, and of course, uh, here creating the uh, the Empire, or as a uh, um, oh, what's his what, name? Romero kept calling Romero it the called Empire. it the Dumpire, yeah, the Dumpire, yeah. That was funny. Um, yeah, but, but I, no question, Okada won by submission. Yeah, uh, I it, it was it was ref, a solid ref match. stoppage, ref yeah. stoppage technically, as Okan did not did not tap out. So it was right. ref stoppage, which Ocon wanted us to remember in the backstage comments. He's like, I didn't tap out. I didn't tap out because Ocon had gone undefeated throughout his excursion in the UK. He had not been beaten. So even though he was beaten here, he wanted people to know that, like, hey, I didn't tap out. I didn't get pinned. Like, I was not, like, beaten, beaten. I passed, right. you know, I passed out to the, in the, in the, basically, what's, a, uh, you know, a chokehold, basically. Mm hmm. Uh, of course, this led to what we all expected was going to happen, and uh, yep. that was the challenge, which was later accepted. Okada versus Osprey uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Now, I really like the great Okan. I'm liking what I see of him so far. He has a very distinct the, – the character is like a Mongolian zombie. It's kind of what it is. That's why he kind of lurches out there and stuff, and he's supposed to, he's supposed to be this like – like there's some kind of legend of that about basically they're like zombie they're like what we would know as a zombie, um, and that's kind of who he's playing homage to with the costume as well as like the question mark thing over his face because you're not supposed to be able to see or or really differentiate these kind of characters' faces. So um, he has a very distinct look. His moves are kind of a little bit different. He's doing the Mongolian chops like Tenzan. But he's doing a lot of different things with them as well. Um, but we all knew that Okada was going to win because Okada had to beat him to get to Osprey for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and the Empire seems to be expanding, as yes. we'll get to in a little bit later when we talk about the World Tag League. But mm -hmm. Osprey cut, cut a pretty good promo. I think Osprey is very good at coming off like an arrogant jerk. He had he kind of has that British accent that makes him yeah. seem kind of like he's pompous and arrogant, even when he's not trying to be. So when he tries to be, I think he can work. Now I'm I'm just waiting to see if he will change up his wrestling style into a less flashy, less you know fan friendly kind of style and slow it down more in order to connect with this heel persona. That's what my biggest curiosity is. Will he? You know he's already toned down a little bit of his his flippy stuff because he's got more body weight on him now, right? Um, but I'm wondering if he tones back even more just because he knows the fans want to see that stuff, and so he's like denying the fans of seeing the really good moves. Yeah, it could be. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean he ha he's very good at being a douche. Yeah, uh, but. Uh... It, it, it works, and it'll know, be a good match between has, he and Okada, yeah. I think. Yeah, and and you know, I'm interested to see how big they treat the Empire, right? Um, yeah. It, well, how it, big oh, does yeah. the Empire get? How many people do they? Does it eventually grow into? I think is part of it. Yeah, they're already treating it like it's you know the big the big new thing, you know, which is true. We haven't had a new stable in New Japan for quite some time. They've just kind of mixed around the current stables. Um, but we haven't had like a new stable debut 
you know, pretty much since LIJ. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Suzuki-Goon was there, and they left, and they came back. But So I wouldn't consider them, like, a new stable. But to have a brand-new stable, I think, is something that could be really exciting, depending on how how big it gets and, and who else do we see, you know, added into this group? Do people from other groups jump and jump into the into the empire or does he just keep does will osprey just keep bringing in people you know people from the uk people from mexico people from various places that maybe we haven't seen in in um in new japan and and bring them in to form the stable of all outsiders and new people yeah it could go either way they, they could even call it the outsiders i mean that might be taken already but yeah, well, I'm pretty sure yeah. I've heard that someplace before. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, right, next up uh, for the uh, U.S. Championship, almost about destroyed suitcase. Yeah, the certificate, whatever they call it. Uh, Kenta the rights defeats, the challenge certificate. Yeah, defeats Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, man, the real tank, tank, Kenta finally showed up. I mean. He, I think, had the same, to. The, same, the, the same, the same style we've been seeing lately since he's been back, as you alluded yeah. to, as you said last week. You know, you know, he's his persona is really different. His dress is different guy, but man, against Tanahashi, he looked great. It was a fantastic match between these two. I really, really enjoyed it, and um, you know, their match in the G One was pretty good, but I felt like this one was a little bit better, and. The big surprise is not only did Kenta get the win, but he got Tanahashi to tap out, and which is something very unusual. I think the last time Tanahashi tapped out was to Chris Jericho at the Tokyo Dome, and before then was probably six yeah. months or nine months even before then when he tapped out to Jay White. So it's not something that happens often. Um, but Kenta made it happen with the, uh, with the Game Over submission and maintains the IWGP United States Championship challenge rights certificate which basically at this point is becoming like an interim championship because john mox is in the u.s he's got his commitments there kent has already defended this thing now twice he's going to defend it uh this week on strong against david finley um so it's pretty much an interim championship that he's defending more times than moxley's defended the united states championship pretty Um, much so I don't know if it will be re- if if we'll get the match at Wrestle Kingdom if if he'll you know if Moxley's commitments will loosen so that he can be at Wrestle Kingdom to to finally f- have this fight. But I think either way, I think people are going to be excited if it was going to be Tanahashi versus Moxley or Kenta versus Moxley. But as of now, it, it continues to be Kenta. Yeah. Uh- Mikavillas, uh, what kind of match do you expect out of Moxley versus Kenta if we ever get this match? Oh my gosh! Um, one, I hope we get it. I really, really hope we get it because it, it's. I expect to see something. Mm, this Kenta that showed up is a Kenta who should have been there all along, you know. So now that we have Kenta in the building. Uh, Kenta with a Moxley in the ring is going to be, I think it's going to be hard hitting. I think they're going to just, I think they're just going to blow the doors or the roof off of whatever building they're in and just going to have us all sitting back in our seats going, damn. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it. It has to happen. Um, it 
I mean, the world we live in right now is it's it's a whole new world. But um, hopefully, you know, restrictions are lifted and things happen where we can make this happen, and uh, we can all be blown away. I won't say entertained because it won't be entertaining. It'll be a fight, but it'll be a good fight. Yeah, uh, you know, such a whole new world. They could write another song about it. Um, I think Disney yeah, beat uh, us to the punch, but we'll we'll double check on that and see if they actually have the sequel, rights to anything. Know, another whole new world. They could just change the words and get away with it. Uh, but yeah, that that match needs to happen. Uh, I, I hope we see it sooner than later. But I don't know with the way things are happening. Uh, and, okay, Jay White defeats Kota Ibushi uh, for the rights to challenge uh, the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion uh, at uh, the Tokyo Dome at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, you don't see this much, but, yeah, the, well, the it certificate is, this changes is, hands. This is the first time that the certificate has changed hands. Up until... Mm-hmm. I want to say 2012 was the first year that they said, hey, you win the G1, you go to the Tokyo Dome to fight for the championship. Before that, winning the G1 was the prize itself. There wasn't like a prize and then, you know, oh yeah, you also get to fight for the championship. Um, so t- I think 2012 was the first year they did that and they started having the, you know, certificate that you had to defend until you went to the Tokyo Dome against some of the people who beat you in the G1. So it's 16 times successfully defended and one time uh, where the championship actually changed hands or the, the certificate actually changed hands. So not now, very often. I think, you know, everybody was surprised, but it was Jay White had his feet on the ropes. The referee didn't catch it. So it wasn't exactly Jay White getting a definitive win on Kota Ibushi like he did in the G1. But, you know, as they say, a win's a win. And... Uh, you know, after we after we see the main event, then we can kind of discuss where things are going for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, uh, I thought that this match, man, uh, I, to me, Jay White continues to impress. The more and more uh, that he he wrestles and he performs against some of the elite uh, of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, no, no pun there, but uh, he just. Uh, yeah, like at first I wasn't really a believer, but now 100% is like this guy, all of it. Uh, now, Mika, is Jay White the right choice to uh, to challenge uh, the winner of the main event at Wrestle Kingdom and why? Absolutely. Is Jay White not a former title holder? Um, has Jay White not continuously shown up and shown out and shown – um, his massive growth um, in his tenure there in New Japan. Um, from you know, from a young boy on up, Jay White has been has been there, has been doing it. Um, you may not like the way he's doing things, but he is doing things and getting wins. He's racking up the wins. He's you know, again, a former title holder. Um, it's Jay White's time. The rest of the world just needs to realize it. That's all. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree. Uh, and totally unprecedented. I didn't see it coming. 
I yeah. I really thought that Cota was gonna win and he was gonna head over Go to on the rest of the Yeah. Yep. But so now uh, without the main event finish being talked, we, we had the possibility of an all bullet club final at well, all bullet club main event in the Tokyo Dome. And it would have it could have once and for all set to rest these possible complications between Jay White and Evil as far as, you know, who's the leader, who's in charge, who's calling the shots, like all that stuff. But Evil couldn't get it done. Tetsuya Naito retains the championships. Jay White tried to help. Yujiro Takahashi tried to help. You know, they all came out and tried to help. And Evil still couldn't get the job done. Um, you know, Dick Togo was there the whole time. Sonata yeah. finally comes out and drags Yujiro and Dick Togo away from the ringside area um, to make it finally it a hilarious. one-on-one match. He um, yeah, he had he had Dick Togo on his shoulders and mm-hmm. just grabbed Yujiro in a headlock and just carried them both out. Yeah, um, drug yeah, them to the that back. That's so funny. And even then, Evil, you know, still couldn't get the job done. Naito proving just. His resilience proving just too strong, and um, and that was that. I mean, that was the story of the of the match. Is that you know this all the stuff they threw at Naito, all the stuff they threw at him. He still couldn't, you know, they he, he still wouldn't go down, and he still wouldn't stay down. Yeah, um, yeah. It it definitely it definitely didn't feel. I agree with that. It didn't feel over thirty minutes. Some matches do feel you feel the length of the match. Other matches, because there was so much going on, you know, you didn't really feel that it was that as much time had passed. Yeah, I I've really been a uh, you know it really gets me when they have all these very long matches, but I felt yeah. like this one is just uh, it did not. It was a very good match uh, uh, with so many destinos there. I. I, I you know, we should have had a counter for it. Um, yeah. But eventually, yeah, Evil was not is not able to get his championships back. Uh, Naito is the winner. Uh, and, of course, Jay White uh, at the press conference calling Evil out, you know, about not being able to get the job done. Yeah. Uh, but, Saying, you know, hey, hey don't he worry. His Evil. part, I helped, yeah. you know. We might see more between them down the line. Yeah, but Bullet Club is fine, guys. Don't worry. Bullet Club is <laughs> fine. Al- Bullet Club is always fine. Don't worry about it. Bullet Club They're is fine. fine. Bullet Club is okay. Bullet Club is fine. I mean, evil. You know, it, it's fine. It's fine. Bullet Club's fine. We're just let's just move on. It's okay. Bullet Club's fine. So Which now to Wrestle comes- Kingdom. Yes, that's right now. Jay White has the challenge certificate. January fourth, or j- well, I said the, no. the case. He, the case says January fourth. Now he said he wasn't going to do anything on the fourth. He would yes. fight Naito on the fifth. If Naito wanted to have another match on the fourth, fine by him. He'll fight him on the fifth. So Naito, believing with a lot of the fans that Kota Ibushi should not have lost that match because Jay White had his feet on the ropes, Tetsuya Naito said. January 4th, I'm fighting Kota Ibushi for both belts. He said Kota Ibushi earned it. He won the G1. He said, I want to fight Kota Ibushi. He said, J- he said on the 5th, I'll fight, I'll fight um, 
Jay White for both belts. So ultimately now, Jay White's in the power position. He gets denied off on January 4th, and then he fights the winner of Naito versus Ibushi. Now, as we've seen, anytime Naito and Ibushi are in the ring together, they nearly kill each other. Yeah. So Jay White's in the power position. If one of these guys wins, what condition are they going to be in when they come to fight him on, on the 5th? Will Jay White just have to pick up the pieces and, and have an easy night? And will reclaim the, switch and claim blade, the double belts. Yeah. Will, will the switchblade add another victim uh, to his ever long list of victims in his pants? He's got those marks for his victims. Yes, his slashes, um, yes. Yeah. But yeah, man, Naito or Ibushi against Jay White on night two, night one. Naito versus Ibushi and Okada versus Osprey. Um, it's huge. Uh, I, I think this is getting ready, of course. Uh, it's going to be a much smaller event. Uh, you know, the, the place can, I think, fit forty or 50,000 people. But due to COVID, uh, 20,000 uh, fans uh, for both nights is going to be the capacity. Um, so, yeah, not an event that, that, that many people are going to be able to get into. No, this is a... Uh, a show that many diehards from across the world travel to Japan for. Um, and well, of course, because of travel restrictions and COVID, most likely people will not be able to. But here we are. It's going to be. You think I can get in Moxley's luggage and go across? You think he'd be okay? No. We don't know if Moxley's going to be there. We don't know if going to be there. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to be there. I'll just get in his luggage anyway, and I'll, I'll report back. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. t- t- tell us, Eric, now that you're here, uh, any word on your friend Tony, and when is he going to let Moxley defend the United States Championship against uh, Kenta? Sorry, he's too busy making Eddie Kingston scream I quit. Okay. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, – well, I-, I wouldn't – I think, you know, Tony Khan has, has spoken about – the possibility of them being able to work with New Japan uh, more now that uh, KG is no longer uh, or Major, however his name was, the president of the company, no longer Harold, uh, yeah, Harold Major. Yeah, no longer uh, involved. Uh, you know, and I, he's talking about wanting to see somebody in uh, in in uh, AEW. So I wouldn't be surprised if they came up with a deal to have the U.S. Championship defended uh, at AEW and somehow, you know, maybe have a pay-per-view so they can pay some extra money to New Japan. I don't know. You know, uh, then there will be no roof, but what else can they blow up? Um, yeah, but nonetheless, we'll see what happens with that. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom's already looking like a a really fun show now. Uh, on the road to Wrestle Kingdom, however, uh, we do have a couple of tournaments uh, happening. Uh, first, the best of the Super Juniors. It is official. Uh, Kanemaru is out uh, of the tournament. We anticipated this happening. He had already been uh, taken out of uh, some of the tour sh- shows. So uh, it's official. His recovery not doing as well. 
So he is out, and in is one of the young lions, Yuya Uemura. I just totally, you know, trashed it, trashed it but I'm sorry. Yes, Uemura. Uh, yeah, it's part of the gimmick, folks. Uh, so, yeah, it is, it is. It's been a thing. Uh, but, yeah, uh, here we are. So now uh, of the official uh, Ishimori, El Desperado, Uemura, Hiromu, Tagushi, Master Wato, Show, Robbie Eagles, Bushi, and Duki. And this will start soon, I believe, this week. It starts on the sixteenth, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But the sixteenth um, is is actually a t- a large show. Is they're having the first day of World Tag League and the first day of Best of Super Juniors in one event. So it's going to be ten matches in that card. And then from there on out, they'll split them where you get one day of juniors, one day of tag league, one day of juniors, one day of tag league until yeah. the finals. And then I guess we'll have another day of all the shows, all the matches, and then the finals after that. Yeah. So the way that will work is the, the winners of the World Tag League will uh, challenge the IWGP Tag Team Champions at Wrestle Kingdom uh, yes. 15. Uh, so – here are the announced uh, names. Uh, the returning champions, Finn Juice. Uh, and uh, Te- let's see here. And Taishi and Sax Jr. Uh, the current the IWGP Destiny. Tag Team Champions. Yes, the current champions. Yeah, Gavriels of Destiny. The brothers are back. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tua Hinari. So... The ace, um, they, yeah, you know, teaming with Hanare again, yeah, waste yeah, well, come of space. On. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta keep you gotta give... the young guys. Come on, I know? guess. Uh, lame. Yoshihashi and Goto, uh, Yano and Ishii. It's a very that's, that's, seemingly that's a, wild, a mix, yeah. a mix of styles, but they're both Chaos Brothers, yeah. so that's it. Mm-hmm. Shingo and Sonata. Okay. Evil and Yujiro. Uh, just Yujiro's there to take the pin for Evil, so Evil doesn't mm-hmm. have to get pinned the whole time. Uh, Bad Luck, Fale, and Chase Owens. Yeah. That guy still <laughs> yeah. exists? And, yeah, he, does. Uh, he hasn't been killed yet. Yeah. And the Empire, as Great Okan, will bring a mystery partner, so a new member to the faction. The question is, who would it be? Who? Yeah. Who? I was discussing no. this with another with another friend earlier, and Eric's in there frying something, frying up some bacon or something. He's but, frying um, or he's washing. I'm not sure. Either he's wa- yeah, washing or frying bacon. We'll we'll figure out later. Um, but uh, trying to decide who this could possibly be as the new member, and my the guess. Between me and this friend, were that it's probably somebody we haven't seen in New Japan, probably somebody from the UK that would that wrestles as heavyweight. Um, but we don't think it's going to be somebody else jumping from another another group. Um, I I brought up the idea of possibly having Brody King because I know they've been really high on him for a long time. That's why he's been competing on Strong. But I don't know if he can get. Over there, if they're going to put him in the Empire, because ultimately they want to, they want Great Okan to be strong. 
they want him to be built up strong since he was undefeated in the UK. Yes, he lost to Okada, but you know, he didn't tap out. He didn't, you know, he passed out and the ref stopped the match. So I think they want to build the great Okada strong again, and you have to have somebody there who can take the pinfalls for him. And so I think that's where it's gonna be somebody new versus you know, from the UK possibly versus somebody returning from injury or somebody jumping from another stable um, to join into into the empire. But as who 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 specifically, I don't really know. I don't follow the UK scene well enough to to even begin to speculate. Does anybody else have any other thoughts? I mean, yeah. I... No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, it's all right. Just, just nod and say okay. Keep frying up your bacon. Okay, can do. Yeah, I'm hungry. Uh, I, 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 was, I'll, I'll spray... I was waiting for bacon. I'm sorry. Yeah, doesn't <laughs> Osprey have a school or something? Fuck Osprey. Uh, he is. He is affiliated know. with a school. Yes, I'm not sure if it's his yeah. or not. But yeah, say so it could be someone for UK. It could be another young yeah. boy. Who knows? He, he, yeah, he could steal somebody else from Chaos for all we know. That's true. Somebody else. But yeah, one, yeah. two, and three teams. Three out of three teams are Bullet Club. Yeah, and they're all gonna have to fight each other. So we do get to see a little bit of Bullet Club in fighting, I guess. And yeah, see club where where the where divisions may further now that the Tongans are back um, in Japan, you know the 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 founders of the Bull Club basically, um, in Fale and and Tamatanga. So we'll see. You know, maybe we get a little bit further insight into um, the state of the Bull Club and state of. The pecking order within. There is a pecking yeah, order. Yeah, because right now, but, the, you know. Yeah, because no, right no. now, the, there's the, the leader is evil. Switchblade. Uh, Switchblade. And who's yeah. the other one that thinks he's the leader? Possibly. They, they, Kenta, Kenta doesn't really think he's the leader, but he's kind of like one of their bigger guys. Yeah. Well, sure. He's fought um, for the championship where nobody else has. Yeah. Uh, of course, didn't Ghetto also accompany Kenta at some points uh, in, his, in in his matches? And now, uh, I don't think so. I, I, I feel like in, so. when he was in New Japan Strong, he did, but maybe I'm imagining things. No, because Ghetto wasn't over here in the U.S. Oh, really? Oh, uh, maybe I'm just imagining things. But yeah, it, interesting to see how it all worked out, but. Yeah, it should be a fun one here. Um, you know, not, not sure who to pick. It could be fun next couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, it really. There's not a lot of people that stand out. I mean, of course, the champions stand out. The God, um, you know, could win it for the first time. They usually go into Wrestle Kingdom as the champions and lose against the winners of the tag league. So here could be their opportunity to to go into Kingdom as the cha- as the challengers. Um, <laughs> If and I had possibly to pick the kingdom without the belts. Yeah, if I had to pick someone, I'd pick Shingo and Sonata. I, I could see that. 
I very well could see that. Um, you know, we haven't seen them team together very much as just the two, but um, any combination of LIJ is a dangerous force. Yeah. So you alluded uh, that Kenta will be uh, defending his very broken uh, briefcase against David Finley. This will be yes. in a two-part special edition of New Japan Strong. Uh, it's, it'll be two um, two episodes. Two, two night, yeah, two nights of uh, what they call New Japan Showdown. Uh, yeah. on, uh, and we we get to see tomorrow actually. ACH and Blake Christian versus Adrian Quest and Alex Zane. Fred Rosser versus Filthy Tom Lawler. And uh, Juice Robinson, Brody King, and Carl Fredericks versus Bullet Club. Jay White, Tangelo, and Chase Owens. And Tamatonga versus PJ Black. Um, a big highlight there, of course, is some of these are going to be participating in the Best of the Super Juniors, uh, or not the Best of the Super J Cup, sorry. Yeah. In, in the, in the yeah. Super J Cup. Uh, but also, Alex Zane wrestled his last independent wrestling match at GCW this past weekend, uh, announcing that he has signed a contract with someone. Uh, but he didn't uh, say who, right? He said he signed a contract, but he didn't say with who. Make a new pal Vince give you any indication of if he signed them, or you, Eric, and your pal Tony, either one give you. How did uh, Tony become my pal? I'm just curious. Because you joked at one point in time that you'd give him a call and ask him something. Did I? Mm -hmm. Oh, I did. Yeah, Yeah. you were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just give Tony a call. We'll figure it out. If you have his cell phone number, you're his pal. There you go. (laughs) Um, unfortunately, there is a NDA about Alex Zane, so I, I cannot speak legally on the matter. Oh, non-disclosure. Boo, you're supposed yeah. to give us the scoops. It doesn't matter if there's an I, NDA. You give us the scoops. I, I can't afford We demand the scoops. One, okay. Oh. Come on, Mika. Yeah, I can't afford. I can't afford the legal ramifications based on this. Yeah. I mean, Come on, you don't have anything they want, cat. though. I can't. She's well, going to go with so she can't disclose. All right. You no work problem. hard so your cats can have a better life. We get it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, then on night two, we get Clark Connors and the DKC versus Sterling Regal and Logan Regal. The, I guess the Regal The Regal brother. twins. Yeah, twins, the Regal whatever. twins. Yeah. Uh, William yeah. Regal had kids. Yeah. It's Ru- 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 differently. Rocky Romero versus Rust. Taylor, Russ Taylor, any uh, a- a- any relations to Dave Taylor? The, uh, Not that know? I'm aware of. No. T- Taylor and the Regals, you know. The new yeah, Blue Taylor Blue. and the Regals could uh, be teaming together. Jay Cobb uh, against J.R. Creators, J.R. Creators, uh, making his uh, New Japan debut. That man's a beast. So- somebody better reinforce that ring for that match. <laughs> Uh, Kratos just won the uh, NWA World Tag Team Championships this week with um, yeah, uh, what's with his Aaron name? Aaron Stevens, a- the yes. former uh, former I can't even remember Damian Sandow, the former Damian Sandow. Yeah, brought him in as his mystery apart partner to fight for the tag team championships and just won them this week. So Kratos is already making waves this week. Let's see what he what else he can do. Yeah, big big news because they first announced that he had. Uh, that he was joining uh, New Japan 
Uh, and then, yeah, he comes wins the NWA Tag Team Champions for uh, uh, at, at the uh, primetime wrestling show, primetime live uh, over in uh, California. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Jeff Cobb versus Jerry Kratos, that's uh, – that that that's a whole lot of meat that will uh, that will make a big butcher happy. Yeah. Um, and of course the uh, the matches between Kenta and, and Dave Finley for the uh, for the challenger contract. <laughs> the return um, match of the finals of the New Japan Cup mm-hmm. USA. Yeah. And so yeah, that's gonna be fun. And the Super J Cup, uh, another exciting thing uh, that is that will be happening. Um, in interesting, uh, quick note: Leo Rush, one of the members of the Super Jacob, one of the participants, uh, was recently announced that he will participate in MTV's The Challenge. Uh, for those not familiar, MTV's The Challenge is uh, basically a challenge uh, where people uh, have like do stuff uh, like not American Ninja Warrior kind of stuff, but you know it's challenges. Uh, very physical challenges, very mental, very uh, tormental at, at some point. Uh, but yeah, uh, the uh, first, uh, well, not the first wrestler since The Miz was also part of the challenge, but this is before he was a wrestler. So interesting. Uh, we will be seeing, yeah, we will be seeing Leo Rush uh, on uh, MTV on either Tuesday or Wednesday nights uh, in the near future. And then in December 13th, he'll be part of the Super J Cup. Yeah, can't can't wait, can't wait to see that. Uh, so let let's let's move on to a, to to something else here. Uh, it, it is uh, it, it actually impact related. Uh, oh, because impact uh, related, a eh? yes. First of all, what the heck is the uh, treehouse? It's if if we have to explain it to you, you, you won't understand. If you have to ask, you can't afford it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The the rascals, Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz, and Trey Miguel announced they have gotten kicked out of of the treehouse. Again, I I don't get it. Uh, But with that, it was an official announcement that the rascals are leaving Impact Wrestling. Uh, they were there for what, a little bit, like more or less two years, yep. uh, and now they are they are leaving the company uh, in, in good terms. But you never know, right? What good terms mean? You know, yeah, um, yeah. Heading towards their next venture. Yeah, so well, I think the rumor, they have the one more match is going to WWE. The big mm-hmm. rumor is WWE wants them. That's the big rumor there. So see, that's why we'll the the next. Get next it. venture, NXT. yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. Got it. I get it now. It it makes sense if it's written down, but but speaking it yeah. aloud, it didn't always make sense because I couldn't I see that your next that your next had the e missing. He he didn't he didn't pronounce it right. There you go. Venture. You have to see it. They're next. You're like, oh, that. Hey, Mika. Somebody's Mika, calling. Mika, tell the. Yeah, uh, somebody's calling Mika on the other tell, line. Tell 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 Vince to hold, please. Now, ask, him about, ask him about the rascals. Yeah, put him yeah. on. Put him on. Again, part of my my agreement with Vince is to, you know, I can acknowledge him, but Uh-oh. I cannot just ambush him. Oh, jeez. You know. son, son of a gun. Yeah. 
Can you ask him? He, he, called, he, to... he called you at eleven o'clock on a Thursday, though. So who's ambushing well, that, who? That, that's, okay. uh, that's a very that's a very Vince thing to do, though. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all, pardon me. Why go ahead and take this call from Mr. McMahon? Thank you. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to acknowledge him. I can acknowledge no him. I just can't answer the him. phone with you guys. Like. Hey, Vinny, what's uh, up? Yeah, I'm doing this podcast. You want to talk to him? Yeah, I, I yeah, that won't Vince loves podcasts. All. He would totally do a podcast. Love Absolutely, podcast. positively loves part podcast. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. remember, he gives us what we want, even though well, it's not what we need. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he does. You just don't, you just don't appreciate He, he tells you what you need, and yep. Mm-hmm. Just because right. you think uh, you don't need it. So okay, so the rumor is the rascals are going to a bigger treehouse. Uh, yes. In uh, in the, the possibly a uh, in Orlando. At least they're staying. Well, no, they're not staying local because in the TNA doesn't. Well, do they move to Canada or are they in Tennessee? I think more so Tennessee now. Tennessee. All right. Well, uh, we nobody can be in right- Canada right now. Yeah, we, we will. Yeah, they're they're definitely we can't come and go. Wrestle uh, and and uh, as they uh, they will wrestle each other. The since uh, Xavier and Wentz will be teaming up against uh, Trey and uh, Rich Swan. So yeah, uh, it was nice knowing you guys, and yeah, good luck in your future endeavors. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that, that was all I had for what's their name um, for TNA. Name. For rest, Impact yeah, that's Wrestling. Impact. There's also um, a big. Uh, for, well, they have Turning Point pay per view this weekend, and uh, of course, the big match that everybody should care about is Deanna Ferrazzo versus Sue Young in the no disqualification match. That's the only match worth talking watching. about. Really, that, that is the thing. I gotta Google this. Impact turning point. Turning I feel point. Like I yep. Known this. Yeah, um, it's, it's Saturday. Saturday yeah. live on the Impact Plus Network. How much? Only starting for your first month free. Is that what? The, no, you're supposed no. to continue the gimmick. Yeah, free for nine ninety nine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Raju versus somebody for the X Division Championship. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Triple XL versus uh, Chris Avery and James Storm because, yeah, you make a random match. Because uh, Shelly well, got hurt. Shelly's Yeah, hurt. of course. Yeah, I know. Storm came you to the defense. Daivari uh, versus Eddie Edwards. Oh, Daivari's right. looking ripped. He's, he's always been it. shredded, dude. Oh, like, he looks shredded sh- for years. He looks more shredded than he has ever looked. Like, when he came out for that battle royal, he was like – Jacked, brother. Jack, Jack, Jack. Brother uh, Jack, Daniel, brother Jack. Daniel Bashwood and Jordan Grace versus Rosemary and and, and Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Moose versus Willie Mack. Brian Myers versus Swoggle. Swoggle's actually wrestling. Okay. Apparently. The North yeah. versus the Good Brothers for the tag team championships. Sue versus Ziona and Rich Swan versus Screw Sammy Callahan. Okay. 
That so like is I said, Deanna and show. Sue was the only match we're talking about. Well, I think the tag team match might be fun. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, there's other stuff on there that could be fun, but really the only one we're talking about was the one I talked about already. That's why I was only worth talking about. You didn't have to go looking at the whole card and tell, go over that and all that stuff. Only one match uh, okay, we're talking look, about. It's it's not like we're making predictions or anything. We're not gonna. <laughs> I'm so old. Nine matches. That's uh. It's a pay per view. Is it a pay per view? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why it's on Saturday. It's not. Uh, they don't have a regular weekly show on Saturday. I mean, is this a special for? Uh, no, this is just a turning special points, for the uh, turning points. One of their big events. It's, it's here. That's been one of their pay per views since like two thousand three. It's an Impact Plus monthly special, so it's not on pay per view. That's yeah. Well, it's but it's a pay, but it is a pay per view style. Technically, event. the WWE events aren't on pay per view anymore either, yeah, so they're not. They're yeah, WrestleMania places. isn't a pay per view event. No, you you there's still places you can order it via pay per view. Oh. All right, all right. Well, let's turn gears uh, to AEW. Uh, wah, like wah. Ah, Full gears. You know. uh, yeah. Uh, lend me your ear to full gear. Oh, that one's even oh, worse because it's gone. Oh. All right, guys. Well, this was fun. Uh, I'll see y'all yep. later. Yep. I'm going to head out. <laughs> See ya. Uh, All right, I'm going to head on out now. Not, not, not the first time that AEW has turned the channel. Somebody made somebody Full Gear channel. was a good pay-per-view. All right. what you it was a very good pay-per-view. All right. in, your, um, in, in your pre-show match, Serena Deeb uh, defeated Allison K to retain the NWA Women's Championship. No surprise. Uh so more surprisingly, in your opening match, Kenny Omega defeats Adam Page uh, to be to to earn a future AEW World Title match. Do not expect that. Of course, announced is that this match not only is it happening, but it is happening sooner than later. It's going to happen on a live episode of Dynamite. Um, on December, is it December? The something, uh, it's December something. The first, I think it's the first, uh, yeah, the first, I think so. Uh, first, uh, two Wednesday of December, whatever that day is. I'm terrible at dates, yeah, but yeah, so yeah. It's not happening on the on pay per view. Of course, they announced their next pay per view, Revolution, uh, happening on uh, February the twenty seventh. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega is not waiting until then. Uh, as he will challenge, um, he, he will challenge uh, Moxley uh, on, on Dynamite. That's a three month build, anyway. I don't, I, I, I couldn't see that going for three months. Yeah, not just a uh, one match. Yeah, Orange Cassidy defeated John Silver because we, I guess, had to have this match. Uh, yeah, see, uh, it wasn't bad. Darby Allen defeats Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes once again. Title. Cody Rhodes once again because I guess the trademark for WWE wore out and AEW snatched it up. 
But he's Cody Rhodes once again, and Darby Allen gets the big win. Yeah, I don't think many. I don't think as many people took Darby seriously going into this matchup. But uh, you know, Darby, like he does, he literally put everything on the line for this match and gets the win. Yeah, and then the uh, sneak attack by Team Taz at the end. Yeah. Yeah, jerks. Team Taz 2.0. Dar- Darby Allen is showing that he's not just a skater boy. He's showing that he's now the face of TNT. Weird face. He's the... Hey, it's TNT. What did you expect? Hogan, they, know, they, know, they know drama. Yeah. They know it's drama. TNT. That face is full of drama, okay? TNT, yep. where the big boys play. That's WCW well, where the big boys play, daddy. Get it right. right. Yeah. We'll get to that later, daddy. We'll get that for somebody <laughs> else. We'll get to that later. Speaking of <laughs> the big boys, uh... Sheena defeated Nyla Rose to uh, retain the AEW Women's Championship. I was honestly shocked by how good that match was. I mean, the the first match was very good as well. So I've just never been, I've just never really been a, like a Nyla fan. Like all of the matches that I've ever seen her work is pretty much been squashes, and yeah. she, she's she just wasn't really good at it. But when she's got a competitive, like, a real competitive match, she's really not bad. She's not bad. Like you said, the, the, the squash It just matters kinda... the opponent. It matters yeah, who the opponent I mean, is, I think. She's better than freaking Naya. I mean, for real. I mean, she, doesn't hurt, no she hasn't hurt anybody yet. She hasn't hurt anybody yet. So that's, that's much. Jeez. Naya keeps well, Naya, people on a weekly basis. Well, Naya is not like most girls, so... Yeah, so she's going to well, hurt you. Neither is Nyla Rose. Stop. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Ah. Like, I, I I, watched, and I was I was pleasantly surprised. I honestly thought that Nyla was going to regain the championship, but, you know, hey, they're, they're doing what they do. I, I liked her, uh, her outfit. That Mega Man outfit was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Sheeta's oh, outfit looked no. pretty good too. They were both very toyetic. Super, super, super. I was like, oh, oh, this is what we do when we fashion show as we fight. That's what I it's love about. Sheeta. So. I love Sheeta so much. <laughs> Another surprise, uh, stunning surprise, in my opinion, the Young Bucks defeated FTR to win the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Of course, what took them so long? But I guess. We're not gonna see junior tag team championships. At least that's one good thing. Yeah. But well, it was pretty well, much but, what you expected, I think, with these four guys. I mean, it was a heck. It was a good tag yeah. match. It really was. It, you know, you had your high flying team, and then you had your team that was trying to stop them and slow down the momentum and just beat them up. Look, um, fist not flips. Okay. There you go. That's it. And the other team is is clearly flips and not fists. So um, there you go. Super, Super kicks, not not punches. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it was it was a fun match, and yeah, I think the Young Bucks winning. You know, now they can win the championship and hold it as many times as they want, and hold it for as long as they want. Yeah, they'll not be the longest reigning. Champions of all times. We'll yeah. never have another tag team champion in AEW. Nope. No. They're going to no lose need. at their first no defense. Need. That's what's going to happen. Think they're gonna, 
You think they're gonna I do that? So, yep. Honestly, that gimmick. They're gonna. They're gonna. They they're don't gonna need the belts, obviously. Yeah, exactly. They don't need the belts, they're gonna, obviously. They're gonna Johnny Gargano. They're gonna it, Sasha. Is what you mean? They're gonna. Well, Goodbye. Yeah, I hate Johnny. all of you. Goodbye. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, we hit a nerve, huh? <laughs> Transitional champion. Yeah. We'll talk about him later. Um, yeah. Rough, 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 The single most devastating finisher in sports entertainment is the distraction uh, roll-up. Rough rider, unbeatable, <laughs> unbeatable, the distraction roll-up, undefensible. Hey, uh, so let's save that for a little later. So next up, Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara in a. Elite deletion match in the Hardy compound. Meh. Was what it was, yeah. Could have done without it. Let's say, I mean, we've already seen this once. It was great. Uh, I mean, I can't believe I'm giving impact props. But. Oh, that was 100% Matt Hardy. That was 100% Matt. Yeah. But like you know the way, yeah. But still, it it takes a village, okay. Um, I think every the time they try to reproduce the ultimate deletion match or whatever they called it in Impact Wrestling, uh, every time they've tried to, um, you know, whether they did it with Bray and Hardy or here with Sammy, I mean, it they tried to replicate it, but it's never going to be the same as the original match. And I think with the original match, there was, you know, it was so it was such a great build between uh, Matt and Jeff and the whole, you know, being, you know, he first introduced the broken catcher. I mean, it was so fresh. And, you know, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying all these things about the fact that it happened in Impact. The fact that something like that happened in Impact blows my mind. But still, stop hating. Yeah. Any any time it, it gets done again, it's. I mean, it shouldn't. They shouldn't try to do it every single time. It Look, shouldn't be wrestling. a for Matt. Every match has been done time and time again, a billion times. So these these hearty compound Nuh-uh. vignettes, these hearty compound vignettes, while they're doing, you know, a lot of them on different. Um, you know, from Impact to now AEW, you had a, a small little one in WWE. They have to be done. The fans demand it almost. Like, how could you go to a new, you know, league and not pull out your quote-unquote big gun? This is a big gun match. This is a, a cinematic, you know, piece that everybody wants to see. Now, whether you liked it uh, compared to the original, it's like any movie sequel. The original is going to be the best. Absolutely. The second one, okay, fine. The third one, all right, yeah, now we're getting a little bit much. But the fact of the matter is, it's long-term storytelling. AEW pulled together, you know, um, and, and let them met Matt do what Matt does. He broke out his wife. He broke out Senor Benjamin. Um, we hadn't seen those two in the, the last incarnation of this, um, you know, quote-unquote match. And uh, you got Hurricane Helms and Gangrel, huh? We could have done without Reby. 
I mean, listen, it's his wife. He he, he clearly doesn't do without her because she wears the pants and the skirt. So whatever. Um, <laughs> but we, we, we saw, you know, characters from the Broken Universe kind of come back that we hadn't seen before. You got Hurricane Helms and Gang Grill, that long-term storytelling where Hurricane's like, hey, it took you two years to save me, man. What's up with that? That was hilarious. It was like, okay. If you didn't see the first, you know, see what happened. Now you can go back and watch and go, oh, okay. Now I get it. The like reincarnation and all that. I mean, again, it's not supposed to be unique because it can't be anymore. The first one was as unique as you're going to get. And this is going to be just a retelling of the story like any sequel to any movie. So what are you saying what I'm saying is, it was good for what it is. Uh, MJF defeats Chris Jericho. So, MJF is now a member of the Inner Circle SS Wardlow, I guess. Yes, don't forget Wardlow. His package. Hey, Wardlow is, is a, essentially a manservant, and he goes and, wherever MJF goes. And yeah, the next place much. I go is Las Vegas, baby! Fever, lost wages. <laughs> That's good. Hi, you mean? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Don't choke. Not Jesus. while I'm choking. Not while I'm trying Come to down. drink my soup. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Uh, the next, I mean, I think you all expected that to happen. I didn't want it to happen by the last. It happened. I mean, I thought I picked. I ran the table. I I got every single one of these right. Off of one week of AEW. Did you know? I did. I picked MJF. Maxwell Jacob Friedman is a god among men. And him and the demo god are great. A demo god. Exactly. exactly. See, look at Mika. Mika knows. So now yeah. uh, Sa- Sammy Guevara is no longer the favorite child of Chris Jericho. I don't think he really was a favorite uh, child. He was more like a stepchild, you know. I mean, he was the he was trying to. He was the one who was like trying to be, you know, hey, I want to be awesome. Come on, Dad, love me, love me. And he's like, mm-hmm. I guess. Dad's like, no, I love my actual child better. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, you, you, you think about all, he called him out. You think you think about all the younger talent in uh, AEW. You know, you got Adam Page, who's you know befriended by the now former tag team champions FTR. Uh, you got MJF, who's loved by Jericho. Uh, you get Orange Cassidy, who's loved by the uh, best friend. Uh, what you call it? My best friend, Screw Chuck Taylor. But Orange Cassidy's older than both of them. <laughs> Look, Hill. his his gimmick is his gimmick is younger than the two of them. Okay, exactly. All right, he's a little puppy orange. All right, uh, <laughs> he's a little so, tangerine. So, so Sony Kiss is uh, you know with the bad boy jo- Joey Janela, and then you got uh, what's the the what's the child's name? Uh, uh, Marco Stunt. Marcus Tunt, uh, you got him with the Jungle Express. Yeah, and yeah, you you got the gun guy uh, with <laughs> the, the other gun guy, guy. Uh, the young gun with the old gun. Oh, uh, 
pew pew. The, that old guy, you know, he's still. Yeah. He's still an ass man, though. He's still an ass man. And then. And he likes Sunny Kisses. Young boy, Coke Cabana with the Dark Order. Yeah, yeah, young boy Coke Cabana. That makes sense. That's yeah. that's Coke's that's forever a young boy. He'll <laughs> yeah. never grow up. He is he's forever a Toys R Us kid. But he's always employed. <laughs> so it's working, right? Uh I and then in, in your main event, uh my match of the night, one hundred percent. John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. I quit match. Uh hey guys, it, it was fun. What happened in that match? A travesty of justice. What happened? There you go. Did, did, I, I swear, laying in my bed last week, that I heard that Eddie Kingston would die before he said the words, I quit. Well, last, I checked, last I checked, Eddie Kingston's still breathing. Did you check his pulse? He could be a zombie. You don't know. And I, I, I heard the words, I quit. I didn't hear them actually. Resonating from that man's resonating, throat. really, so, really resonating. I don't think so. They didn't have a mic up to his uh, mouth. I didn't hear him say I quit. Bryce Rensburg. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna talk about people with no hair, but he don't got no hair, so perhaps his hearing is not all that good because the reception in his, you know, skull is just bouncing off or something or other. I don't know. I didn't hear him say I quit. I just saw Bryce in his face. I don't know. Maybe he was telling Bryce, I, I don't quit i don't kiss you or something and bryce took that as a, i quit i don't know no no you're completely wrong he screamed i quit no and he just like he i not. said just like i said he was gonna do he let his mom down <sighs> listen 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 to me just carefully. like moxley said he was gonna do he let his mom listen down. to me carefully eddie kingston did not quit Bryce, the referee, called that. That's what happened. Eddie didn't quit. It's a travesty. You didn't hear him scream. You heard him screaming in pain, but they were both screaming in pain. But Eddie didn't say I quit. I didn't hear it. I watched it. There were no several angles. Usually they have different angles. You know, this is like the grassy knoll back into the right. You know, there was a second shooter on the freaking knoll. This is what happened. This is true. You are incorrect. The world is wrong. Thank you. I mean, that's an opinion, Mika, and like I like I said last no. week. No, 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 that's no. A, These are that's facts. a lot of words, facts. and every single facts. word of one of those words is completely wrong. The fact of the matter is that when you look into the AEW record book, it will say they don't even have a book. They're too young. John Moxley. It's, it's a pamphlet. It's a pamphlet. Their stuff. It's a pamphlet. Matter of it's fact, a it's a business card. That's it. It they, will they say for a cup of coffee. In the record books for forever, that John Moxley nothing made is, Eddie Kingston say, "I quit." Nothing forever is, is forever. forever. No, because this is wrestling. We make our own rules and our own history. This can be stricken from the quote-unquote record because it didn't happen. Figment of our imagination. This could be a hearty vignette, for all I know. This could be somebody behind a camera. We could all be living in the multiverse right now, okay? It just sounds to me like you're bitter. And, and I mean, I get, earth, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'd earth, be bitter, too. This I'd earth, be bitter, too. It's okay. Maybe on your Earth it happened. Maybe you live on Earth X. I mean, you probably do live on Earth X. And in your dimension, Eddie Kingston said, I quit. In this 
dimension in this actual reality, not alternate reality, this actual reality, it did not happen. It's okay, Mika. It's okay. I, oh, I, know. I, I would like, be boom, I would be fine. upset too. I know it's okay. I would be upset too. I would be upset too. It's okay. It was a great match I, though. For Eddie just can't win the match. big one. It was a great match. It was definitely the match of the night. Me, it was the match of the week. I was like, yo, these two are killing each other. This is brutality. And I I I couldn't be a wife. I mean, I'm a fan watching this. I'm just like, oh my god! But a wife, or a spouse, or a girlfriend, or a mother watching this, going, holy hell! What the frick, man? Stop! You know, it was great. Yeah, it was. It was legitimately a brutal I Quit match. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, loved it, uh, Danny. You, your thoughts on this match? I mean, I Quit matches can go one or the one of two ways. They can either go really really boring where the referee just keeps putting the microphone in the guy's faces asking him if they want to quit while they scream and yell but like the match doesn't really go anywhere it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere or you could have a match like this that was well thought out well built and structured and when the guy finally said i quit the guy who's supposed to never quit says i quit it means something yeah and that was the big thing is that you know it wasn't just like, oh, he slapped in a move. Okay, he finally quits. Like, no, there was a big build and a big story, and he was broken down. And Moxley just kept kept was just relentless until Eddie was going to say he quit. You know, and um, either guy saying I quit would have disappointed a lot of people because mm-hmm. well, that's the point. Neither guy quits. Neither guy's a quitter. You know, they both battled so much adversity. They battled, you know, in the combat zone and so many other places where they've they've been put through hell. Um. So to have Eddie quit, you know, was a was a big deal, and it it made for a great pay per view main event. It really did. Yeah, loved it. Um. So some some news coming out of uh, a bit more news coming out of uh, uh, AEW. Uh, this past uh, Wednesday on Dynamite, we got to see a dynamite of a match between Penta El Cerro Miedo and. Phoenix, my gosh, two the two best and Phoenix still the best flipper in the game. Uh, this may upset some uh, some Os- Osprey fans and and a, a few others, but there Buffalo is Osprey. nobody there is nobody better. I mean, he hits the ropes and it's just like it, it's like I'm sorry, better than gravity. Sorry, Pac. No, dang, uh, that bastard. Uh, so yeah, that was a heck of a match. I mean, uh, probably I'll probably be, and maybe I sound biased. I don't know, but probably the best that match I've seen on Dynamite to date. Um, they beat the tar of each other, nearly unmasked each other. Uh, of course, at the end, uh. Penta and Kingston are in the ring, and now comes Pac. He returns to AEW. Now, of course, uh, for those who keep up with AEW, I said AEW, right? Okay. Uh, I keep missing my, my letters. Uh, Pac uh, was in a group uh, with 
uh, Penta and with Phoenix. I can't remember what they called themselves. The Deadly Triangle or Death something? Death Triangle. So, yeah, I was close. Uh, English is not my first language. Um, and so, yeah, Pac comes out. He's like, no, 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 no. This is my team. It looks like you're going to get, you know, Kingston and um, and Pac to fight for the rights of the Lucha Brothers. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure Conan is going to find a way to get back in there. Uh, but, yeah, that was great. A big return. Uh, and, of course, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, you know, talking about slaying giants. And out comes Jade. Cargill or Cargilla, however you pronounce her name. Now it's announced that she has officially signed with AEW. She is not all elite. She came out and she told uh, she told uh, Cody that there was one giant he had not slayed, and that was Shaq. Uh, now, uh, did they did they get the big Aristotle uh, to come to to TNT? And to Dynamite and to uh, AEW, we'll find out. But who is Jade? If you wonder who Jade is, well, uh, she is a Californian. Uh, and she actually trained at Heath Slater's uh, face-to-face wrestling school. Later, she went to the Nightmare Factory School with QT uh, Marshall, Marshall, right? And Cody Rhodes. And I guess that's how she uh, was discovered and brought her over to AEW. So, yeah, there we go. Um, Jake Cardgill. Uh, yeah. So so Shaq turned down a, uh, a WrestleMania match a few years ago with the big show. He said he wasn't, he wasn't in as great a shape. He said it would take him a lot longer to get into shape. Etc. Etc. His back was hurt. He didn't want to hurt himself further. But he. But if Tony Khan comes calling, apparently you make the call. Vince McMahon calls and you make a raw appearance. Tony Khan calls and you make a big appearance. Maybe we'll see so, if he'll wrestle. So he, or not. Here's the either thing. Either that, or you know, he's not in very in, in, in the best shape to be uh, in the WWE where all the eyeballs are. So it's okay. Just go to AEW where half the people won't see you. There you go. Shaq also has it. a contract with TNT, so yeah, oh, that's, so you, true. that's true. He's got a show with TNT, so it might yeah. just be to cross promote. He might not be really coming to wrestle a match. You know, he might be in somebody's corner, kind of thing. We'll see, yeah. I guess. To cross promote the NBA on TNT coming back. Yeah, and doesn't yeah. he have his own spent? Not just that, but like a different show that's that's going to be him. It's not possible. Like, I think I, I remember heard something, something about a reality about show yeah. coming in that's supposed to come after um, t- I, after yeah. AEW or something on on TV. Well, so AEW like... has announced, or at least Tony has announced. I don't know if he gave you a scoop yet, uh, Eric, but uh, they're gonna add one additional uh, bonus episode of AEW Dark on Friday night, and I don't know if this is gonna be a one-time thing. They did it last week. I don't know if this is concurrent. But the word in the street is that they are adding a third hour to Dynamite. It worked so well for Nitro, and so well for Raw that it's yeah. not. It doesn't lead to it doesn't lead to a lot of filler shows or or unnecessary segments at all. But, but hey, you know, they are nothing. AEW like, can do no wrong. 
They're nothing like WWE. That's it. They're nothing like them. And they can do no wrong. I'm glad we all agree. When when, when will AEW introduce the 365-day title? There you go. That's the anywhere in the belt. That's a TNT title. That's, that's, a TNT what, title. that's why it's on Darby. Darby will be defending it at skate parks all across America. <laughs> there you go. There I have one go. in Columbus. Does he want to come defend it here? He'll, he'll be There's there. one like three blocks from – it's one a few miles from my house. He'll come down to this one too. He'll, he'll, he'll be he there. He definitely doesn't again. need to come to mine. Uh, Darby, and, and Darby doesn't back down. And, and lastly, Britt Baker becomes the latest DDT Ironman heavy metalweight champion. Because, yeah, that's a thing. Still a thing uh, is what you still mean. Still a thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, because apparently Jungle Boy had it, and uh, Marco beat him for it, and then uh, Britt beat him for it. Is that considered child abuse? I don't know. Was that on AEW? I, I missed no. Dynamite. Oh, it wasn't? Uh, no, I, I saw that uh, I did it updated, uh, posted it on YouTube. Okay. Uh, so I was gonna say maybe they'll start using the DDT heavy metal weight thing because they're twenty four seven title. Hey, there you go. You know, my goodness. Thank you, Eric. Another way that they are different from WWE. Man, gotta love it. Yeah, uh, I did. I did check. Uh, double check myself. December the second uh, will be when um, Moxley versus Omega two will happen. Uh, yeah. So let's move over to the Fed because you know that's the thing too. Uh, the big dog or the, the tribal chief continually great, inspiring. Uh, which Uso is this? Is this Jay or Jimmy? This is Jay, Jay. right? Uh, okay. Man, he lit a fire on his butt, defeating you know defeating um Kevin Owens on Friday night on SmackDown. Uh, the Fiend and the Fiend's friend, whatever they're calling Alexa these days. Uh, yeah. You should know. And another great thing. You know, it's funny. When when somebody weirds out uh, uh, Nikki Cross, you know they're weird. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah. Uh, Raw and SmackDown continue to build towards the Survivor Series. Uh, the best of the best. But there was no better than... NXT Wednesday night, uh, in honor of Veterans Day, the vet himself, Johnny Gargano, becomes the two time, two time, two time former United, I mean, United, NXT North American champion, as he may not have held the rush, but he felt. The Rough. Leon Ruff defeats Johnny Gargano to become new champion. Um, can we say, can we call him Transitional Johnny? <laughs> call him Johnny Curse. He it's the Gargano Curse, curse he's got, yeah. He's, he's got that Banks thing, you know, where he can't defend the title and hold on to it. That's just, you know... How it is. Good as you are, you get a title, you can't hold on to it. And, you know, Johnny tried to stack the deck. He tried to 
stack the wheel. And as Pat J Sajak will tell you, you do not try to stack the wheel of fortune. You just, you know, spin to win. And unfortunately for Johnny, he spun and got roughed up. See how that works, Patrick? That's how. Yeah, but I'm I'm more I'm back with words. Again, English oh. not my first language. Got it. Uh, so, uh, Eric, thoughts on this monumental uh, title change? Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. All right. He don't want to talk about it. He's oh, sad. I hate He's you. Sad. He's sad. I'm happy. I am so happy. Leon Ruff is a, a local um, Georgia product, you know, trained in a WWA4 training school under AR Fox. Um, we've, we've seen him in and around Georgia. He moved um, with his girlfriend to Florida to pursue this WWE dream. He'd been on, you know, several enhancement matches, finally getting, you know, a, a contract signing with WWE, and, you know, here we are. Yes, it yeah. is comedic fashion. Um, this whole win, the belt doesn't fit him. Um, you know, no chance in hell type deal. But you know what? It's fine. You want to talk about record books? You want to talk about history? His name is now in the WWE record books mm -hmm. as the North American champion. Mm. That as, as, you can't take that away from him. You might take his sandwich. Yeah. Well, but you can't take his title. It's also written. He he's written the books that he's the second person to defeat Johnny Gargano to win the North American Championship. Uh, yeah, I guess Johnny Gargano had a very rough night on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, poor, poor Johnny. Um, yeah. I, and of course, Santos Escobar defeats Jake Atlas to retain the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, uh, proving that El Legado del Fantasma continues to be the premier uh, group uh, in uh, in the in NXT and of course uh, Santos Escobar showing Johnny Gargano how it's done. This is how you retain the championship and gives an underdog. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. uh, Raquel Gonzalez almost killed Boa, um, but yeah, that was the thing. Um, Candice LeRae defeated Tony Storm. You know what? I never realized how either how big Tony is or how small Candice was. Because I'm telling Candace you. Candice is a very petite young lady. Yeah. I was like a foot and a half taller than Candice when I met her. And you're short. Uh, yeah. I'm six foot tall, Joking. actually. Come down. Uh, <laughs> Tony looks seven feet tall next to. Uh, uh, next to Candace, I was like, man, I hear you can't teach that. Yeah, she's just like, man, she looks. I like, I like. It's like she shrunk. She she looks like smaller than she was on the Indies. Yeah, it seemed like maybe her persona was bigger, so she appeared bigger to us. But yeah, she Tony's not a, a big girl, but yeah, the the size difference. Um, the commentary team pointed out by. Tony's obvious strength advantage was just like, y'all don't want to say she's bigger than this damn girl. Just, just be honest. Because Candace looked like, mm -hmm. you want to talk about child abuse, it looked like Tony was whipping her little purple-haired child around the ring back and forth mm -hmm. until, you know, Candace huh, fluttered into a victory. Yeah. Of course, uh, 
the uh, the evil character of uh, the Scream movie showed up. Uh, of course, we, we, we later find out that this person uh, was Andy Hardwell. Uh, and yep. she came to the Impressive aid. Impressive Andy Hardwell. Yeah, she came to, in the aid uh, of Kenneth Lorray as they took out not only Tony Storm, but Shotzi Blackheart, who... Uh, who was was to get her hands on uh, on Larray. Uh Timothy Thatcher defeats Dexter Loomis, uh, you know, doing Thatcher things because Thatcher does what Thatcher wants to do. Um, and out came uh, Cameron Grimes, and he's no longer scared of uh, the Stalker Man. But alas, uh, yeah, fun match. And then he ain't, sca- he ain't scared of him no yeah. more. Uh, in your main event. Uh, another another set of champions who successfully uh, retained their championships, unlike Johnny Gargano, um, as uh, Odie Lorcan and Danny Burch, I guess, uh, members of For the Brand. I guess, is that, is that their name? I, I don't know. Um, defeated Brizango, uh, despite the awful interference from Drake Maverick. Uh, see, uh, Birch and uh, did I say Danny? Uh, they called him uh, Stone. We called him Danny. Okay, Birch. no, uh, we called him Birch. Birch and Lorkin just showing, uh, you know, just their heart and their ter- determination, overcoming adversity. How their Drake Maverick come and try to interfere in their match? Uh, you know, it almost felt like a handicap match, but they persevered. And they are still your NXT tag team champions because they don't do it just for themselves. They do it for the brand. All right. Unlike Johnny Gargano, who um, you know, can't keep a championship. Well, he only does it for himself. Yeah. That's the problem. He ain't doing it for the fans no more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a fun match to end the night there. Um, and the, the tag team champions uh, retaining uh, a fun night of uh, NXT. Uh, I, I really like this group with McAfee, McAfee, whatever you say, however you say it. I don't know. I, it could go either way. But yeah, I think, I think McAfee. McAfee. Pat McAfee, McAfee, yeah. yeah. The football prime time Patty. Tell it That's to what... us. Prime time Patty, really? Yeah, I just gave that to him. He can have it. Sounds, sounds like a sounds like a, a toy doll. Prime time Patty. I mean, he's like a toy joke, you know. There you go. You see that? I see that. Really? Okay. All right. Well, that's it for uh, the Fed. I mean, you know, I think they're still building towards um, what? Are, they're still building towards uh, Survivor Series. Survivor so that's all Series. about it. So that will be the best of the best. And the crown and the crown jewel coming up in December. Did they announce one for real? Did I miss it? No, but they there's there's uh there's been things that on the WWE Network that said that they were coming, but they haven't announced it on TV. 
Well, we'll see what happens. Um, all right. It's time for our main event of the evening. Are, are we ready? Yes. All right. 1996, World War III, of course, uh, you know, this, this, the this in the summer, uh, the NWO had been created. Uh, Hollywood Hogan was running wild as the NWO champion. Um, you know, Sting had gone dark, uh, and yeah, the NWO was growing bigger, better, badder. Uh, I feel like that's a tagline somewhere. Bigger was definitely a word. Uh, the rest of them, I'm not sure about, but they were definitely growing bigger. Uh, of course, um, this comes off the heels of the uh, the, the Macho Man unsuccessfully, uh, you know, being able to defeat Hulk Hogan at Halloween Havoc, uh, and Roddy Roddy Piper showing up. Uh, on WCW post, uh, how we have because we covered Halloween Havoc on a previous episode uh, last month. Check that out on the available now on the archives, uh, fow.podb.com. Uh, but yeah, so here we go World War III. Uh, this also included a contract signing for Starcade between Hollywood Hogan and Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, but, yeah, in your starting match for the Jake Crown Championship, Ultimate Dragon All defeats... All eight Jake Crown yeah. Championships. Randy Steady Jr. Ultimo Dragon draped in gold. Literally draped in gold. Dripping with the gold. Yeah. Um, for anybody that wonders what championships were they... Uh, it was the British Commonwealth Junior Heavyweight Championship, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship, the NWA World Welterweight Championship. Who knew there was a thing? That was a CMLL title. Uh, the UWA yeah. World Junior Light Heavyweight Championship, the War uh, International Junior Heavyweight Championship, the WWA World Junior Light Heavyweight Championship, and the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship because uh, you know that the you know they really just let that go and it's now uh, it now belongs I think Michinoku Pro still uh, has the belt still has that belt yeah, yeah. So that would make sense I think Taka Michinoku was kind of their last was champion yeah. for a while there so, yeah I think he um, was yeah I so yeah there there we go so. <laughs> So as all eight of those championships were defended in a one-night tournament, each member, each eight participants brought in the championship, and they were losing the belts as they went on to where one man would hold them all. Um, Jushin Liger won the tournament, but defended all eight belts against Ultimo Dragon on an episode of Nitro, and Ultimo Dragon ended up winning all eight belts. So he was defending them again against Rey Mysterio Jr. in a Outstanding match against two of the pioneers of high flying wrestling um, in the United States internationally. Um, you know, Ultimo Dragon. This at the time they were calling him Ultimate Dragon, Ultimo, going back and forth. But um, he's there with Sonny Ono. And just, you know, for those who haven't seen a lot of Ultimo Dragon, this is him in his prime 
before the in, before the elbow injury that slowed him down a little bit, before his time in WWE, um, and then Rey Mysterio at prime. You know, Rey was probably 22, 23 years old here, wearing the Spider-Man gear. Um, outstanding matchup mm-hmm. um, to start the show. Yeah, of course. Ultimo, Definitely the best match of the night. U- Ultimo Drago had just won this championship back on uh, on October 11th, so uh, he would he would go down to lose it at the uh, um, at, at the uh, Tokyo Dome, I think, in uh, 1997 to Yoshin Thunder Liger. Uh, but here, fantastic match uh, with Ultimo Dragon and Rey Mysterio. Uh, Best way to open up the match, the show, uh, with two, uh, the, you know, the best. Uh, one, uh, uh, of course, a no question, a legend all over the world in Ultimate Dragon, and then the mm-hmm. up and comer Rey Mysterio, who was just flashy and you know uh, all over the place. And this is uh, basically the the Rey Mysterio that we all got to know and love and. And admire. So here we go. Uh, so next up, we was followed up by Chris Jericho versus Nick Patrick. And of course, Jericho had uh, one hand tied behind his back. So we go from this match one a great match oh, to yeah. a dud. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got to give Nick Patrick credit for bumping like he did. He took that big toss off the top rope like a champ. But um, I felt like this match went on way way longer than it should have. It just seemed to go on and on and on. I kept I was look away for a minute and then I'd look back and it was still happening and I was just like, oh, seriously, come on, <laughs> come on now, somebody. I mean, went, Jericho tried his best, but yeah, this was just this was rough. Yeah, I mean, not as rough as Johnny Gargano losing the North American Championship. But... Oh my God! Ric Flair lost the belt seventeen times. Let's move on. Um. So, uh, where were we? <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. Nick Patrick had. Oh, he didn't boy. scream. I quit. <laughs> Nick Nick Patrick had yet to join uh the NWO, but. He would uh, officially. Yeah. He was pretty much on. They were. There was still the rumors that he was yeah. on the take and all this stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. but he would join uh, very soon enough. All right. Uh, next up, uh, the Giant defeats Jeff Jarrett. Coach Jeff Jarrett uh, trying to defend the honor of the Four Horsemen, and of course, you know, um, trying to battle the NWO because uh, the NWO had basically decimated the. The rest of the uh, horsemen, with the exception of Chris Benoit, who was having, uh, you know, his own issues with Kevin Sullivan, with the uh-huh. with the dungeon, yeah, the face of fear and the dungeon of doom, yeah. and so Kevin Sullivan, what they were beating the bloody junk out of each other. Yeah, uh, uh, it was a six minute match. It was a match. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Uh, I, I did nothing really to. Uh, to talk about in this match. It definitely was a match. Well, the, the big thing to talk about, of course, is Sting. Mm-hmm. Sting so, comes yeah. out from, you know, he comes out from the crowd while the referee is distracted with the giant, and uh, he grabs Jarrett by the hair and hits the DDT and then leaves. And 
Um, everybody was shocked and surprised because, well, we don't know what side Sting's on. Is he with NWO? Is he with WCW? He's dressed all in black and white. Does that mean he's NWO? You know, he's coming out here. He's now he's attacking Jeff Jarrett, ultimately helping the Giant win. Does that mean Sting's part of the NWO? That was the big speculation. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't know. We had it was still undecided where his loyalties lie. All we really knew is that he hated Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Can you blame him though? No, and they would go on to hate each other for decades. No, this was the last time they'd ever touch each other. The last time, okay. Gotcha. Uh, that was the last time. Was the last time? Oh wait, well, no, the yeah, last yeah, time sure. was the last time was was Halloween Havoc '96. So no, 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 this no. was just after Halloween. What was the last time Halloween Havoc 2000 that we watched two weeks ago? Also available on the Oscar yeah 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 yeah. But that was the last time. Yeah, yeah, that but that was the last time. time. So this wasn't the last time because this was. Three years. No, this no, was this the last time. This was the last time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time until the last time. Before the last time. Yes. No, this was yes. just the last yes. time. It was the last time until the last time. Mika yes. Villas, uh, uh, are you done with your phone call with Vince? She's still talking to No, we're, talking. We're, we're making more plans oh. for Leon Ruff right now. Okay, okay. So oh, you're okay. talking to Trips now. Okay. Is it to get him a title that actually fits him? or? No, we're going to kind of let this one, you know, we're going to wrap it around from shoulder down and still show how insanely big the title is. Hey, oh. I, you, you can tell him that he, that they, they, can, they can do a t-shirt that says uh, Ruff Wrestling. Uh, you know? Uh, and do all that. Uh, Leon, the new yeah. heart. Uh, uh, Leon, the new heart uh, of NXT. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll take it under advisement. Thank you. It's called uh, Leon, uh, uh. Leon, the rough heart of NXT. There we go. Uh, uh, I can't okay. fire you. Uh, this is bad. This is so match number five. Match number five on World War III, 1996, was uh, Harlem Heat with Sister Sherry defeating the amazing French-Canadian Jacques Rougeau and with Colonel Robert Parker dressed like a French foreign legionnaire. God. <laughs> and uh, in the tight pants and, and the, the hat with the, little, uh, with the little flaps on the back to protect your neck from the sun and everything. And... Uh, Decent tag match. It gets a little crazy at the end when they stack up for the cannonball with the yeah. steel steps on a on a la- one guy standing on the steel steps. The other guy's got a table with the steps on top of it. I thought it was going to break and fall apart, and they were all going to die. Thankfully, nobody did. But Stevie Ray was smart enough to move. Booker T hits the uh, Harlem Hangover, granting Sister Sherry five minutes in the ring with Colonel Robert Parker. Yeah. Um, and she beat the tar out of that boy for about a minute and a half before he ran away scared. Mm-hmm. She, she kicked clotheslined his butt. him a few times. She, she kicked his butt. She kicked his butt. She clotheslined him. She clotheslined him. Dusty, Dusty going crazy. Oh, Dusty going was crazy. kissing his pants, bro. Loving it. He loved it. He loved every second of it. Mm. Um, he, he probably told the uh, amazing French Canadians to lose the match on purpose. Yeah, probably. Even if they weren't supposed to, just because he wanted to see the gimmick. Yeah. She got him again. She got him again. 
Um, yeah, but Rob Parker pretty much got got his <laughs> butt handed to him for a good minute and a half, and then he ran away. It was and loses by count out, but it was supposed to be a five minute match, but he uh, he runs away early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> next up, uh, Dino Linko defeats Psychosis to retain the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Much different cruiserweight match than we saw to open the show. Yeah. This the first one we saw to open the show was much more high flying, fast paced. This between Malenko and Psychosis was much more of a ground match. Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh, I thought the interesting part of um, match number one was they they definitely kept uh, saying that you know Ultimo Dragon has eight championships, but he doesn't have Dean Malenko's. He doesn't and, have the big one, the yeah, one that matters yeah. most. The WCW and, World Championship, yeah. And then after he won it, or after he like beat it, you know, he was like, "I'm sure Ultimo Dragon's watching this match with uh, in the back on the monitors because you know, I, I guess they just thought that, that was going to be a natural uh, match. Natural next step, yeah. yeah, would be would be the J crown. Well, and you got to tease it anyways, even if it's not. Yeah. You got to just kind of play yeah. it as who's as the best cruiserweight in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ultimate Dragon might be the world, but he's not here in WCW. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's but, the one that yeah. matters. He's got all I, the belts except the big one. I really forgot how good Psychosis actually was as an in-ring technician. Yeah, he it's kind of easy to forget that because yeah. he does. Go, he's pretty much the base for the high-flying guys. Exactly. So you don't get to see a lot of it, but he got to see a lot, a different side of him. Um yeah, just to see how how good he is in so many different ty- types, so many different levels. Yeah, it was it was a good match. I definitely enjoyed it. I I like I I've preached numerous times that I think the Dean Malenko is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all times. Not just cruiserweights, just I believe he's one of the one of the top five, if not the number one, uh, in ring technician ever. Well, in in nineteen ninety six. He, he was, was actually four. ranked number one on the PWI oh, 500. No, he was right. this year. He won number one. That's right. And he and everybody was shocked because he only held the U.S. belt. But so many of the other big guys either didn't hold the belt for long, or they were injured, or they spent a lot of time out. Um, you know, doing movies. Hogan was doing movies. Piper was doing movies. Um, you know, so you had a lot of guys who would usually be at the top of that level, not there, and the. Dean Malenko was number one in the PWI 500 in 1996. Malenko was was bar none one of the best in ring. I wish I wish WWE could have found something to do with him, but I, I believe when he got to uh, WWE, he was pretty much pretty he much was on the downslope of his career. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of try to make an entertainer out of him, and he's that's not what he was ever about. That's not him. Yeah. 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 You know what? What? What's funny is that. The next month, uh, and you know, uh, we would see uh, Ultimate Dragon face Dean Malenko and defeat him for the uh, for for the championship. Uh, I believe uh, he won the okay. championship. He um, would win it. Okay. Yeah, so, so at the moment, he had the the I, I don't know if this J was Crown. the J Crown and. The title for title, but uh, it's possible they could have been title for titles. 
uh, the Jay Kern Championships titles against the Cruiserweight. But yeah, Ultima Dragon did did hold the eight Jay Kern Championships and the Cruiserweight Championship at the same time. Gotcha. So they were so they were planning to it, and it did happen then. Okay. Yeah. So it literally happened the next month. But uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but for match, I, I like that it was it was a really good match, uh, and so different from Dragon and Rey Mysterio, which I really like. Yeah. They were really both good matches. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you guys as well. The that the opening match was my match of the night. But this match was so good, and the it's so good also because it's so different. And I think that that's something I appreciate seeing something that was definitely much different. Um, yeah. Next up, the outside well, it shows you the differences, and yes. it shows you the differences, and not only the all the divisions, but the cruiserweight division too. Right. Absolutely. Uh, next up, uh, the outsiders. Uh, defended the WCW World Tag Team Championships against the Faces of Fear and the Nasty Boys. Nasty Boys. Their weird little song. Nasty We're nasty. Boys. Nah, nah, nah. Nasty Boys. And then, you had, and then you had two of the scariest people walking the face of the earth in the Faces of Fear. Um, just beating the crap out of everybody like they do. Yeah, doing what they do. That's two people I would not want to be against. That's for sure. No, no, absolutely not. Because they're just going to go in there and stiff you. That's all they know. All they know is stiffing folk, okay? But and I, I, I pretty much, uh, you know, a match. Uh, it, it wasn't a bad match. It was, it was a fun match. A lot of big, meaty bodies all around. Uh, in, yeah. in ring number two, I think it was. Uh, where they were wrestling, and uh, the outsiders, of course, using uh, Jimmy Hart's megaphone uh, on Brian Knobs, hit the power bomb, and the outsiders, uh, one more for the good guys here as they retain the championship. Well, they do the whole they do the whole thing where they attempt to make them fight each other. Oh, you got to fight each that other. That was so funny. You, gotta, you guys got to fight each other now. And then they're like, well, but if I pin you, then we win in the belts. And we retain, like it, it's not that you know, they almost they try for it and the guys break it up and see what's going on. But um, but it was yeah, the, one of the first times they you know they tried that. Like oh, they're gonna have to fight each other. Like no, they're not. They don't want to fight each other. They'll find a shenanigan. They're bad guys. They'll find a shenanigan. Yeah, indeed they did. All right, and of the main event of the main event of the evening here. Um, the 60-man World War Three Battle Royal for a championship title match uh, against against champion. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh-huh. And here are your contestants in no particular order: Art Anderson, <laughs> Marcus Alexander Bagwell, The Barbarian, Chris Benoit, aka Redacted, Big Bubba. Jack Boot, if uh, that name sounds familiar, was Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker, uh, also known as Sarge, uh, there under the name Jack Boot. Uh, Bunkhouse Buck, Cyclope, Cyclope, however you want to Cyclope. Come uh, on, you, you should know that one. That's a, that's he's a luchador. Uh, you should know how to pronounce his English name. English is not my first language. Okay, uh, this that's <laughs> not an English word. <laughs> Disco Inferno. 
Jim Duggan, Bobby Eaton, Mike Enos, Galaxy, who most people know as Damien, uh, and Damien 666, Joe Gomez, uh, El Desperado, Jimmy Graffiti, which most people will know as Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. Not another human appearance in WCW. Johnny Grunge, Juventud Guerrero, Guerrera, Eddie Guerrero, Scott uh Prince Ikea, Ice Train, Mr. JL, Jeff Jarrett, Chris Jericho, Kenny Chaos, Conan, Lex Luger, Dean Malenko, Steve McMichael, Ming, Ray Mysterio Jr., Hugh Morris, Kevin Nash, Scott Norton, Carl Olette, Diamond Dallas Page, La Parca, Craig Pittman, Jim Powers, Robbie Rage, um, Stevie Ray, Lord Steven Regal, The Renegades, Scotty Riggs, The Roadblock, um, Jack Rougeau, Tony Rumble. Now, I did not know the Boston bad boy. Uh, you know, participate in this match. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Tony Rumble. But yeah, he was there. Mark Starr, Rick Steiner, Ron Studd, who the previous year had uh, been there as the Yeti, and the Taskmaster, Six, Booker T, Sucker, Squire David Taylor, Ultima Dragon, Villano Four. Michael Wall Street, Pez Watley, and Alex Wright. It's a heck of a 60-man match right there. Um, of course, the rules that we went over last week is they didn't they they changed it up a little bit this this year. They didn't enforce like last year at '95 when it got down to 10 in your ring, you literally stopped what you were doing and yeah, had to go to the had to go to the main ring. Mm-hmm. You had to move. They moved eventually, but it wasn't like, okay, there's 10 guys in your ring now. Stop what you're doing and wait, and then you're going to move over together. Like, they kind of let them move over at their own pace after there was less than 10 guys in the ring. Right. The commentary situation was still a little chaotic, but um, yeah. I think they had it better this a little bit better than last year. I like Lee Marshall. Mm-hmm. I was glad to see him get the nod, even though he got, got beat up at the very beginning when the horsemen and the – the Dungeon of Doom eliminated themselves. Um, but uh, Lee Marshall and Zabisco, and then you had uh, Dusty Rhodes and Mike Tanay, which I wish we got to hear more of them as a duo. It seems like a, a, a dream team yeah. for me. And Tony and Bobby. <laughs> information and comedy. Information from Tanay, and then just comedy from Dream. Um, and then uh, Shivani and... Uh, I could imagine that, that, I mean I know they gotta go fast paced but I, I wish we could have gotten more out of Tanae and Dusty by themselves on a regular show where they're not trying That's to what I'm saying. they're not trying to speak like you know five miles you know, 50 miles per hour but yeah you know you, I, I could hear uh, uh, Mike today yeah this is like he is a legend that has wrestled all over Japan uh, and Dusty Rose, you know Mike uh, I love me some sushi. I had some in Japan last time I went. Uh, yeah, it, it would have been hilarious uh, with the two. Uh, but yeah, it, it, a little less chaotic, yet still chaos. 
six, when you put 60 men, yeah. three rings. Uh, I think the tagline for this one was 60 men, three rings, one battle royal, total destruction. As they saw what was probably a picture of Ted Turner's house going to shambles because, you know. Yeah. Foretelling here. Uh, a fun, interesting match um, that was basically of no consequence until the very end uh, when it was the last five men standing, or wait, five, six men standing. Uh, yeah, five. And then yeah. they eliminated Lord Steven Regal. Then it became five. It was the NWO, uh, the Giants versus yeah. Lex Luger. Hall at six versus Lex Luger. Uh. Um, Lex Luger eliminated. Lex Luger starts eliminating folks. Scott Hall and six. Eliminates Scott Hall. And six. And they get six out. And the, the Giant yep. eliminates uh, both Kevin Nash and Lex Luger. And your winner uh, and, the, and the winner of the title shot is uh, the Giant, of course. Out, they come back the, uh, the Outsiders and six uh, to celebrate at the end of the night. Celebrate, yep. Of course, we know how this ends. Uh, Hogan would blame uh, the Giant for, uh, you know, Hogan's loss at Starcade against Roddy Piper, uh, which would lead to their big match at NWO's first ever sold-out pay-per-view in January, which would see Hollywood Hogan uh, defeat the Giant to retain uh, the NWO championship. Uh, but the giant here, an interesting choice, but, you know, knowing how it all played out, it made sense. Because unlike Bullet Club, NWO was not fine. You know, yeah. I don't know if anybody got a bigger push in their first year than the, the than the giant maybe Kurt Angle, but uh, I don't know. Like ev- every big major plot, the giant was involved with. I mean, you you think about it. On his first night, on his debut match, he falls down he a building. The title. He he yeah. falls down a building, comes back to life to win the WCW World Championship. From Hulk Hogan, nonetheless. Yeah. You know, that the, the Ho-Ho would go to leave, lose his smile. And, uh, but, yeah. I mean, he, he defeated... The son of the Andre. Black, he, he, defeat, he defeated Ric Flair for his second title ring. You know, the next year. I mean, yeah. Huge speech. I mean, Paul White, you know, I mean, he, especially at that time, was so athletic. Uh, surprisingly, he had a very uh, good, uh, decent uh, drop kick there. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, he got a huge push. I think WCW, for the most part, tried to maximize what they had while they had it, of course. Yep. Let's try to forget 1998. I try to, uh, as far as the Giants is concerned. Um, I don't remember much about his 90s. Yeah, he spent most of it smoking cigarettes in the ring. Uh, he rejoined the NWO. And... 
teamed up with after uh, he had the broke after he had the broken neck and everything. Yeah, yeah, he survived a yeah. broken freaking neck. Yeah, hey, from him Kevin and Kurt Nash. have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. and he's a big nasty bastard. Mm-hmm. And his mama, his mama said so. <laughs> has the, has the Undertaker <laughs> Undertaker has the Big Show ever been choked out by Taz? That's the question. Probably, probably not, because I don't he think got Taz on could the get back his... of a task, a casket though. Taz couldn't get his arms around Big Show's neck, let alone Taz get up there. Taz's a short little guy, man. I guess. Wah wah wah, my dad's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that promo. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, Vince Man didn't do any better. I mean, let's, you know, the the, the big boss man. Yeah, that was. And then he that's what we're talking about. No, that's, that's what, what we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. And then he crashed. He didn't do any better. Oh, in my WWE. God. He's all, come back here. And then he gets drugged down the street. And... Gets drugged down the street by the <laughs> And you know, this match right here, probably where their feud started, they might have, you know, punched each other at some point. Big Bubba, yep. Big Bubba, yep. Ray Trailer, and, and they were NWO mates at one point. If the man. Yeah. I, I can't remember when. I think I think Ray Trailer did join the NWO before. Yeah. Briefly. Uh, be, before he got hurt at one point in time, I before think. Before the Giant left or was kicked out the first time. He, yeah. I can't remember. Because wasn't – I thought the Giant was like the one, two, three, fourth member. Fifth. Was six before him? No. No, DiBiase would have been. DiBiase. And six DiBiase. was the sixth yeah. member. Six, that's why it was six, Buck. Uh, yeah. That's why it was six, Buck. And then Buff. And then we. And one plus two plus then, three equals six. Yeah, then Buff, then Wall Street, Orton, Norton, and then Big Bubba. They all, oh, shit. Yeah, because they, they all joined together. Like, Bagwell, Norton, and Bubba Rogers all, all joined the same night. Might have been with Wall Street as well. Gotcha. I, I just got the okay. one, two, three, makes six. Holy shit. Really? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're kidding. I never put that together. I never put that together. That he was one plus two plus three equals six because he was the one, two, three kid. Yeah. yeah. You're kidding. Jeez. No, I never thought that that had anything to do with it. I just knew that he was the sixth member of the NWO, and that's why they called him six. Well, that's that, I think that's the the joke was both, yeah. Yeah. All right. Today so the years old. The end of, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Today years old. When he learned. Yeah, and then I'll be a monkey's uncle. Yeah, and then they would nickname him Six Pac, and then that's why he became X Pac. Because he, he got yeah, the pack. Yeah, he was DX, not yeah. Six. He became yeah, Six Pack of the Wolf Pack. So then yeah. that's where they got the Pac for X Pac. Yeah. So all his names have always had to do something with his previous tie into each other. Yeah, he he always tie into each other. He always built from one name to another because he went from the lightning kid to the kid to the one two three kid to six to six pack to X pack to now no pack because no it was no it wasn't his pack it was his butthole that he burst in the match. Exploded, yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. Good old Xbox. Jesus Christ! 
Who does? He did. Do you yeah. remember the story? He he blew out his he tore his anus doing the Bronco Buster at a house show. I know. I know. <laughs> and Phil like his he took off his wrestling boot and like, <laughs> blood out of it. Okay. That's <laughs> he, so he, he tore he <laughs> tore a lot more than the house that night. There you go. He tore a lot more than the house down. <laughs> yep. My, oh my. Break it down. <laughs> How are you going to rip your own anus doing your move? That's the question. That's the question that you want to answer to, but then again, you don't want to answer you to. You don't want to ask, wait. No. Like, how in the hell? I, I, like, what were you doing? I was, I'm moving around. Yeah. I, 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 I feel bad anus. for the nurse. <laughs> You know? Yeah, because there's no way she believed that story. I was wrestling, and yeah, you were wrestling. I bet you were. Yeah, I uh, I ran into my opponent. Hot, hot oil style or mud? Yeah. Which one were you doing? You know, like I I, I went and, and and like you know was the, what do they call the Bronco Buster? Is there a term? It was the Bronco Buster. Yeah, but is there the a Bronco Buster term? Like in real life, like no, I don't think so. Yeah. No, like no, I don't yeah, think like, so. I was, like I a, was bumping my, like a technical term. I was bumping my anus in somebody's face for money <laughs> for pay. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and uh, and tore my tore my butt. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only in America. Gracious. There you Only go. In Only in America. And that was World War Three, guys. Nineteen ninety six. And that didn't happen at World War Three. Yeah, that didn't definitely did not happen. Otherwise, we would give the show. That up. happened in like 2015. A, a worse grade. So to end up, okay, World War Three. What grade did we give it? Well, it started out really hot, and then you had a couple duds in there with with Jericho fighting with one arm behind his back against a referee, and Giant Jeff Jarrett was kind of blah. And then it picked back up again with the Harlem Heat versus the the French Canadians, and uh, then and it picked up again with Dean Malenko and Psychosis, and the Triple Threat tag match was pretty good. And then the uh, the ending moments of the World War Three were really good with with Luger fighting against the NWO. Um, you know, pad Kevin Nash up in the in the torture rack when Giant shoved them both over. Um, and I would give it like a B plus, I think, because overall it was a really fun, enjoyable show. Even the moments that drug on, like the in ring contract signing between Piper and Flit and Hogan, um, it drug on a lot. But I feel the rest of the show made up for it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus. It was a pretty good show, and I actually enjoyed the World War Three match more this year than I did last year. Um, uh, definitely loved the Malenko match. Definitely loved, uh, Dragon Mysterio. Um, I think the thing that drags the grade down to me more is the, the 45 minute Hogan and Piper segment. Um, that was, that was rough to watch. I think I fell asleep during it, woke back up, you know, it was still going on. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the bathroom, grabbed some popcorn, uh, walked my dog and then came back and, and it was still going on. So, um, I, I think it's still going on on my TV right now. Actually, I just had, haven't had the opportunity to look yet. Um, but other than that, the tag match with, uh, Harlem heat was good. Uh, 
There were some duds, but I think overall a B plus is a good, 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 good rating for this show. Yeah, Mika. She's still talking to Trips. She's probably not talking to Steph. Are you? Are you guys planning the next evolution? I don't. I don't talk to Steph unless it's absolutely necessary, uh, and it's never absolutely necessary. I'm talking to Hunter hurry right up now. And, but, yeah. Hurry up and get uh get our next evolution. Yes. Yeah. Get it in Atlanta. Uh, and by that I don't mean the Triple H table, please. No. Oh well, in that case, I can't help you. Yeah, we're we're reforming evolution before Rick, you know, leaves this mortal coil. So just be prepared. Is it with is it with Mark Jinjack or uh, Batista? Um, you know, we're negotiating with Batista, but he has a list of demands that are just ridiculous right now because he thinks he's important. So we'll get back and we'll see. I mean, there's a bunch of people who look like him. We can just get anybody. I mean, is Jinjak alive or is O'Hare? Which one's dead? We'll get him. We don't have to pay him. Damn. Just saying. What? It's true. What? A- so you were telling us about the grade you gave the show. I, I sang B. I gave it a B. It's okay. It was a solid show, but yeah, it dragged. Mm. Yeah, uh, maybe do that. You know, I think across the board, yeah, I, I got I got a B B plus in this one too. It had some dull moments, but it had some high moments. The cruiserweights, uh, great. Uh, you know, NWO dominated the night, uh, and at this point, they were super hot. So. Uh, everything you know, people were crazy about it. You know those black and white shirts. You know, uh, as you, as everybody knows, this show was too sweet. Um, before too sweet was really that that famous. So anyways, uh, but B plus. Uh, next week we get to talk about the last, but not least, uh, of the World War Threes. Uh, 60 words. No, there's two of them. No, there were three. There's 97 and 98. No, 90, 95, 96, 97. Wait, were they four? And then 98. Oh, they were four. I yeah, there was four years of it. My apologies. 99 was when they cut it out. So we get two hey, more weeks. So not the last. World War Three. Maybe the least. Uh, 60 warriors, three rings, one survivor. You do the math. Uh, in this one, uh, we, we only we, we get a better uh, less chaos and commentary as we only get the three men team. Uh, a few things to look forward to: uh, Blue Justice is in action as Yuhi Nagata uh, wrestles uh, Ultimate Dragon, um, and Raven and Raven's flock are in full effect in this uh, in this show. Uh, Ray Mysterio oh, wow. Jr. and Eddie Guerrero will pull up another classic. Uh, somebody will win the 60-man uh, World War III uh, Battle Royal. And maybe the moment we've all been waiting for. Goldberg. We get to uh, talk about a Steve Mungo McMichael singles match. Oh, goodness. I mean, oh, boy, howdy. If uh, yep. if the first one was wasn't already a bad one, we get to talk about yep, it again because it will be Steve McMichael versus Alex Wright, part two. All right. Oh boy! Because if the first one wasn't so good, we'll see it again. Uh, that and much more here on <laughs> FW Radio Network. So follow us uh, on anywhere you can hear podcasts. 
uh, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Google Play, and Amazon Music. Uh, also check us out on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F and Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. <laughs>